If you like what we're doing at Star Wars in Character and at NeoZaz.com, we kindly ask that you take just a few minutes to check out our new Patreon page. Patreon is an opportunity to support the show and help us produce more specials, series, and events in the future. Check out patreon.com slash neozaz to see our milestone goals for the future of the show and the network and the perks and bonuses offered at our different levels of support. We love creating content at Neozaz and love doing these shows. We have a lot more we'd like to do, and with this new Patreon page, we look forward to starting those projects very soon. To learn more, visit patreon.com slash neozaz. That's p-a-t-r-e-o-n dot com slash n-e-o-z-a-z. Informa. A licky boom boom down. This is Star Wars in Character, the podcast that takes a closer look at some of the elements that make up the Star Wars universe. Backstories. Histories. And details. You never knew. Wanted to know. Or ever need to know. Now here are this week's panelists of Star Wars in Character. Today, we are talking about... <laughs> Grindin! <laughs> it's like he's there with you. He's right next to me. Is he sitting in my seat? He's uh, to my right. Grindin, would you like to introduce yourself? <laughs> he only speaks the same two words, though. <laughs> the whole night. Um, Grindin appears in episode four, A New Hope. These names might ruin part of Dave's story. Or facts. But I, I, I apologize for that, Dave. And you don't care. I, I care a little tiny bit, but not that much. Slightly more than Jimmy Cracks Corn, but... <laughs> <laughs> that was... That was... That was fantastic. Thank you. <laughs> my <laughs> my so name stupid. is the worst one out of all these. Okay. My name is Blessed One Chris. Uh huh. Are they? Are they in your facts, Dave? Well, they're here. I mean, I, I know what you're talking about. If that's what you mean. Uh, today I'm joined by Dust from a Windstorm Man. Oh God! Wait, what? Oh, the storm man. in the M in storm. Eminem, man. Oh God. Uh, five miles away, Burt Wood, Dave, D and D. Burt Ward, Dave. No, Holy Burt Wood. Burt Burt no. Wood. <laughs> Burt Wood. Burt Wood. Burt Wood. Wow. <laughs> I like Burt Ward. And Toast Tim, TNT. That makes more sense than Storm Matt. I know, mate. Where's Storm Matt? It's an Eminem. I know. Yeah, I. Mine's mine's the worst one out of all those. Mine's blessed one, Chris. And how come? Because of the S's. I guess, right? <laughs> yeah. That's that's it. Uh, Bert Bert Ward Robin Bert Wood Dave. Yeah. <laughs> Please share some facts about Garendon. All right, I will share you some facts. I like to do this before I do mine. I like to hear what you guys think about this character before we even started. You hear the backstory just to get some kind of, I don't know, feel on you guys. Like, this is a this is a pretty popular character, I think, amongst obscure characters. This, uh, what do you think? This is 
I think the epitome of the premise of our show is this character. Yeah. Like if you were to pinpoint what is your show about, then I I've never used this as an example, but now thinking about it, this would be the perfect example. We say the character, the background characters in Star Wars that you see for a second, but you want to know more about, like the black spy sunglass guy from the cantina scene and then people are uh, the most eisley scene that would i think he was would be the epitome of describing what we do on the show i think matt's dead on because when you said that this was your your character like two seconds i'm like i thought we already did, did this guy like this is the yeah. character i thought he we did him you know months ago years ago almost but yeah this character is 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 perfect yeah, he he's he is a, a good kind of like uh, epitome of of this kind of stuff because he's very minor, but he's very memorable. Especially, I guess I guess because of the way he looks, and, and I mean it's mm-hmm. he's he's like really like a the the perfect character to sum this kind of stuff up because yeah. he, he's even to people I think that that are casual fans they would remember this guy I think, but. Okay. Nobody knows anything about him. Right. Yes, exactly. He's the perfect until, spy. Until tonight. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, Grindon was a Kubaz from the planet Kubindi. What? Kuzbanian, <sighs> yes. like on the Muppets? Kuba. <laughs> what are the Kuzbanians on the Muppets? The Kuzbanes? They, they're the... Balio hoop hoop aliens. The one that has a long red snout, and one is a like a big orange mouth. I could see him fitting in with them. I don't know. I, I, I mean, uh, the side of me says this is a cool reference. If this is where they're going, the other side of me goes, "Well, this is a massive disappointment." Huh. <laughs> so I don't know. Was it, I mean, the Mupp, there's no Muppet connection in this that I know of. Like, so like the name was named after the fact, like everything else with these characters. Right. Right. But I I didn't see anything referred to that like because okay you, then it just might be a coincidence. yeah like you you know that because you have a speciality in <laughs> right. the Muppets that most people don't have I I have no idea <laughs> I'm looking um, at his uh, oh no okay I'm looking at the um, spelling of it it's not it's a, just a it's a phonetic coincidence okay I feel better now I'm I'm back into this <laughs> yeah he's from the planet Kubindi. Wasn't that Steve Irwin's daughter, Bindi? Oh, yeah. Oh, wait. Bindi. Was, it is, yeah. yeah. Chris, you have something to say about Steve Irwin? Not at all. Never liked him. What? Why? What did he do to you? Why? I never just cared for for him and show or, or anything. No. Never cared. I so thought do you, you were going to get like, all weepy. Do you, do you like dislike him or just No, no I just okay. never, never cared. Okay. I never... I never showed interest into him. I never, yeah. Okay. When he died, I was sad. Yes, I thought but. you were saying not a lot, like you didn't, like you had a, dis, a <laughs> no. dislike for him. And I was like, why? <laughs> no, I could, no, okay, no, I no. could see it being completely indifferent to him. That makes more yeah. sense. Yeah, I never, yeah, I never turn on his TV show. <laughs> okay. I, th- for- I thought you were going to get all weepy like you do over a lot of celebrities. Well, you, well, you thought wrong, Dave. I guess I did. Because <laughs> he, 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 I mean, for whatever you liked about him, he helped. A lot of animals. Mm-hmm. Oh, he did. Yep. Even the stingrays. Oh. <laughs> I meant nothing of a joke. I meant he helped stingrays. Yeah. What I remember. <laughs> Dave, Dave, I remember you had the crocodile hunter movie standee oh, up. God. 
in your in the booth at the at the Regal. And every yeah. time I'd walk by it, I would grab onto a little rope and, and shake shake Steve Irwin with that little rope that he was holding on to. You did, and you slowly, little by little, broke that thing apart, <laughs> you bastard. <laughs> you dumb bastard. <laughs> you stupid bitch. You stupid bitch. <laughs> that was that was one of my favorite uh, things in the booth. And you slowly but surely killed him all over again. What was he doing? Was he water skiing? And they actually had like a real piece of rope and I would go by him like and pull on the rope. I think he was swing. He might have been swinging in or something. It kind of looked like the Romancing the Stone poster, I think. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> and he always used to do that. And I'd be like, knock it off, Tim. <laughs> I love that guy in that poster. And that's Get off. Get off of Mr. Irwin. <laughs> well, I uh, like kind of look. I don't think I thought about this when I was little, but do you think now that you, you you've seen all the movies and you think back at it, he really kind of looks like a Sith. I was. Like he is a, I, yeah. Sith I must be getting tired because I thought we were still talking about Steve Irwin. <laughs> like what? <laughs> he okay. does. Yes, Gorindin. Okay. Yes. Side. <laughs> no, Gorindin. Like he is. A, he is a very Sith-like appearance. Like if you saw that character in the new Star Wars trailer, you'd think he was like a Sith villain kind of thing. Yeah. yeah. He's like, he, re- he looks like the emperor with like an ele- elephant face. We can say that. call it that. Yes. <laughs> All right. Well, Chris <laughs> alluded to this in his names. He has, this is like the, this character is the king of the nicknames. Yeah. Oh boy. He's, he's called long snoot. That's uh-huh. his main nickname. Yeah. Like yeah. whatever. I wonder why. <laughs> but then he has he has all these other things. They're not really nicknames, but his name is translated into different languages as the following. Don't call ask me what oil. languages. What'd you say? He said, call the moil. <laughs> <laughs> that was his original nickname. Hey, let's call the moil over there. His nickname or his his name translates to Blessed One. What language? Oh shit, sorry. N- no languages, you. Uh, burnt wood. <laughs> dust from a windstorm. Oh, God. Matt. Ugly. Is dust Ugly from a and toast. 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 So I don't get it. I don't know. Don't ask me. But that's what Chris is talking about. I wasn't even going to bring it up. What's, um, but Chris there- forced you to. You know yes. what's weird? I just thought of is this is it Mission Impossible when they're testing the thing and he goes toast? Yeah, exactly. Okay, right. I thought of that too. The sound meter when he yeah it's <laughs> lowered into the thing. He's like yeah. toast, toast, to toast. This, yeah, I just thought of that. To this day, I think of the Mitch Hedberg bit when he had like when he met Peter Frampton. He's like, I had nothing to talk to him about. He said, "So do you like toast too? Because if not, <laughs> I ain't got nothing to say to you, Peter Frampton." <laughs> I wish I I wish I asked Frampton that when I walked by him last week. Damn it. You know, you should have asked him. Like, you should have asked him if he knew where the bathroom was and if he could show you the way. <laughs> show me the way to the bathroom. He probably gets that all the time. I mean, are we, do you, I mean, before we get too far into this, are we going to address the fact that his nose looks like a dong? What? Uh, we have in several <laughs> other episodes, but no. we sort of might as well. Seriously? Okay. Chris, your thoughts. I never noticed that, Dave. <laughs> no. 
It looks, looks like, like a dog from the old world. It, you know what's weird is somebody just tagged me in a picture. I think I think it was one of the Quackenbushes tagged me in a picture they took of the character at Celebration dressed up as that as that guy, as the um as Corinne did. And I, why would you tag me? And seriously, I'm not even in the picture, but <laughs> because I think this guy's picture it looks like a like a long. Hanging penis, veins and all, and, and even, in the middle of a herpes outbreak, and <laughs> and it even looks like some circumcision going on there too, or lack of, or lack, lack of, of, and, of, and, and yeah. you're right, it is it is long, and it's it's pretty darn nice. And now that I <laughs> turn this picture upside down with the two round goggles, it really looks like one. Shit, I never did that. I'm doing it now. Yes, they're very ball like. It is. It's a. It's a penis. Balls for all. <laughs> <laughs> and Eric, Eric, our friend Eric in England, has made an elaborate costume of Gorindin and wears it to conventions and stuff like that. Yeah. Very faithful. A very yeah. good one too. Very very authentic one too. Yeah. Oh boy. Well, his no, reputation. Boy. He has a. He has earned the reputation as the greatest spy in Moss Eisley spaceport. He's, he's the like, only spy. <laughs> yeah. He's like Bond. Like I'm guess, the right? greatest podcaster in this room. <laughs> Chris, she's there too, isn't she? No, she's oh. in another room. Otherwise, I wouldn't be. <laughs> he's not really a spy. To me, he's not a spy. He's more of an informer. He's a snitch. He's a looky loo. He's a tattletale. That's all he he's is. He's a stool pigeon. Does any, an any language translate into stoolie? Stoolie. <laughs> stoolie. He's an, he's an, an informant. Yeah, <laughs> like uh, the this that song by Snow. Remember that song, Tim? Informa, <laughs> <laughs> licky boom boom down. <laughs> oh like, man, the music great. that Canada has given us in the nineties. Twelve inches of snow. Yep, <laughs> that was the album name. That was the name of the album. You yeah. remember, you guys? Do you guys remember that song? Yeah. Uh, Christy, I know, I know. When Christy used to work at the uh, at CityWalk, one of her, I think there was like a Thursday night or whatnot, the, the managers would go to Rising Star, which was a karaoke bar, and they'd always challenge Christy to a song, and she'd always be able to do it. Someone thought they had her with this song, and she plowed through it like a champ without missing a word. Oh, you don't have a video of that, do you? That one might exist. I'll have to ask her. Oh, my so, God. Some of them she saved, and that one she was really proud of, so I wouldn't surprise, be surprised to find out she has it. Licky boom boom down. <laughs> Here it is. Uh, Canada, yo. <laughs> Universal, Universal healthcare, bitch. And for any Trailer Park Boys fans, this is uh, Bubbles, uh, Mike yeah. Smith's cousin. It is? Yep. The guy that plays Bubbles, this is his cousin. Awesome. Uh, I remember that song now. Okay. Right. I'm going to lick some boom boom down one day. <laughs> I always used to get him get him confused with the uh, who was the gas face guys with that third base. Gas yeah, third base. Yeah. Yep. Third base. Yeah. They get and they did that gas face song. I used to get those guys confused. I love I love this. I'm looking through pictures of Garindin on Google Images and I love when I come across these people that make Star Wars costumes out of the most basic stuff. They're like they're 
horrendous and brilliant at the same time. And someone made his nose out of a piece of uh, oh, what's it called? Of gutter gutter pipe. It's like that that you bend or that ninety degree bend gutter pipe you'd buy at a uh, Home Depot and painted it black. That's awesome. <laughs> it's a really cool, man. So like, yeah, you're right. Every what I'm going through, it's like even like the movie thing. There's a cool still of, of him, probably like a painting of hiding behind a wall. Really cool as he's peering around the corner. Yeah, there's some good stuff. There's <laughs> a, a missed opportunity for a good joke where he's like slowly sneak out back out from the corner and first you see his nose then the rest of his body (laughs) (laughs) well it's like it's people like isn't the informant in like cop movies he's always like the most unlikable character like nobody likes a snitch right yeah Yeah, it's like weaselly yeah and that's how this guy is so all right let me get into some of this there's actually not that much of a backstory he this race of people that he they the what are they kubas or whatever they were they actually are like anteaters. <laughs> That's why he has that long snout because he does. He sucks up insects through it, just like an anteater would. Yeah. which is no, kind of stupid, but they whatever. Avoid Israel at all costs. <laughs> what? <laughs> so <did> they, <laughs> never mind. I don't. I what? I said then they avoid Israel at all costs oh, I heard because you. of the moils. Oh, that's now I get it. Zing. Holy shit. Zing. <laughs> Holy shit. Well, he has the dark hood, the goggles, he eats insects, um, but people don't know anything about him. People think that he's very wealthy because he is the best in Moss Eisley. He all gets right. all the jobs. That's right. <laughs> and Thanks, down. He'll work with. <laughs> so he'll work with anybody he'll work with uh you know the empire like he does in the movie he'll work with bounty hunters whatever he really likes working with jabba because he's often one of the highest payers for information Uh, but it's a dangerous life because he's dealing with people like jabba one of the things about jabba is that he even though he hires him a lot and he, he he likes his work He's always worried that he's going to find out too much. So this guy's life is in danger pretty much all the time. Um, really, there's really no backstory on him. Hmm. He, he, which, which I guess there's not much known in general, which means he's good at his job. He's like the perfect spy or informant, like so much so that no one has even written anything about him. Is there, it says they have a direct competitor that is all white and they always foil each other in ways <laughs> that you're not expecting. He's holding, would, a, he's holding a stick of dynamite behind his back. That's just pretty good, man. <laughs> that would be good. And you, you see him in the movie uh, for where my son timed it for me. It was like 23.8 seconds, I think is what he told me. Because there's three little different snippets of him, you know, doing his job. The shootout, uh, which goes back to the story, the Davin Felth story, when he betrays his commander and shoots his commanding officer in the back. That's that whole that whole scene. Um, so mostly I did it, and, and and I don't know what this means, and I want to get your guys' take on it. Um, the voice that Chris has been playing, mm-hmm. and I've, yeah, so you've heard it, everybody knows it. And I've seen this several times. I looked it up in several different places. That voice is John Wayne's voice. What? Yeah. No kidding. 
Yes. Happy Thanksgiving, partner. <laughs> Just real fast, right? Or backwards, too, maybe. It's What's- All it says is that it's been processed somewhere where you can't understand it. It's a recording of John Wayne that's been probably sped up, probably, you know, whatever they did do. It just sounds like... You know, as, like why- as Kubla Khan? Because no one would recognize <laughs> that. No one's seen that movie. Like why, why, John, why John Wayne? Did it say why him? No, no idea. I started, like, I, I read that and I was just like, that can't be right. And I looked it up. And, like, if you start Googling um, Gorindin... One of the first thing, one of the things that comes up is Gorindin Star Wars John Wayne. I mean, people like look mm. this up. So I don't know what movie it's from. I don't know anything about it, but that is John Wayne's voice. Let's yeah. see if it's in Sounds of Star Wars. Uh, that's okay. a good idea. I didn't even, uh, I didn't even think about that book. That's okay, good. forty. For the mosquito-faced alien called Gorindin, who shadows Luke and Ben Kenobi through Mos Eisley. Bert used the voice of a well-known Western actor. I was wondering back a few months ago how I did it because I keep notes and tapes and discovered that it was an electronic buzzing that had come off of my synthesizer triggered by a human voice. I listened to it and realized it was John Wayne in a scene with Kirk Douglas. I had found some of his loop lines in the studio trash, so the buzzing was triggered by some dialogue like, all right, what are you doing in this town? Or something like that. I had run it through the synthesizer until it came out. Zit, um, whoop, new. That's awesome. There you go. And let me play. It's, it's number 40. So let me play it. There it is. All right. Well, that's so cool. So it's from a movie with, with, did you say Kirk Douglas? With his, the the two of the yeah, Kirk Douglas and himself. That's really huh. cool. That's a cool fact. That's really now, cool. don't you wish we went and visited John Wayne's grave? A little bit now, Tim. And you could have next time. Buried? You could have done a grave rubbing on your poster instead of a signature. <laughs> Oops. <laughs> the up song. Play that uh, speeder bike Spiker Scott hitting a tree sound. <laughs> I was trying to find it. I couldn't remember what number it was. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah that, that it, apparently that's ben burt from the mouth of ben burt this is john wayne that's cool well thank you for doing that tim that that was to me like matt started talking about how this is like you know the quintessential character kind of thing for our show unfortunately there isn't a great backstory so i'm i mean that that's kind of a letdown but that one fact to me is just the kind of thing that i would want to hear if i was listening to a show like ours yeah that's John true. Wayne. John I mean, Wayne. Like if he was alive, you could get him to sign your stupid poster. <laughs> like, this is really goddamn ridiculous. <laughs> <laughs> There's a bag of pot in it for you. All right, I'll sign. <laughs> so, so how um how long did it take all you guys to to see him when he's talking to the other stormtrooper? Hit his nose. <laughs> right. Yeah. Um, I, you know what I mean. I thought you know it's weird. You say that, and I immediately related it back to Muff Tech. Like I always associated Muff Tech speaking by flicking his mouth because he makes that that uh, noise that he makes at the same time he's like flicking whatever the hell like his tongue whatever hanging out of his mouth and I just related that into part of his speech as well as a young as a young kid I don't know why all right by the way the film is the Otto Preminger film in harm's way was the movie that Wayne and Douglas were in together it was a uh, war film. Naval officers. Beautiful, Tim. 
1965. Uh, Gurindan was played by someone that's come up on the show before, Sadie Eden. And I'm pretty sure Tim knows who this is because I remember talking about her before because she's part of some kind of uh, the Eden family is very famous in the stunt business. I believe her dad was Captain Antilles. Yeah. So I, I, I may be wrong on that, but yeah, I think you're right because that's what it came. That's why it came up. She she's in, she's also in another scene right around there. Um, I, I wrote the name down at one point. It was like, it, it actually, the, the character looks like a rat wearing a hood. Yeah. She plays that character as well. The name actually sound, almost sounds like a bastardization of, of rat. But this, this woman, Sadie Eden played, played uh, Gurindan. She's a pretty prolific stunt actress. She was in uh, at least one Bond movie and Robin Hood, Prince of Thieves. She was in, she was in a bunch of things. Have you guys ever met her? Nope. No, <laughs> <laughs> no, she's, she's one that I would, uh, I would, I would love to meet, but uh, no, no, actually, no, that's she's, she's not, she's not related to Raymond and Tilly's. That's uh, that's a different act. Uh, that's who, a different person. Who was her dad? The, her, one of her dad played something in Star Wars, though. Like he was a stunt actor. Because there's, uh, like there's like a family of stunt actors that you were t- you were telling us about this. I remember now. I remember. Uh, well, I remember in the Captain Antilles one. Um, the daughter of the the actor, not not Rohan, just did. Um, Peter Geddes. He his daughter. His daughter was. Was she the had, Leia? Had some stuff to do. Like she was like Leia's stunt double, and she's done a, done a few other things. Yeah, I think she was the one that was sunbathing with her, or something like yeah. that. Yeah, in that picture. Maybe that's what I'm thinking of. Trying well, to find a picture of Sadie. Sadie Eden was Gurindan. Um, they never made a Kenner action figure of Gurindan, which is kind of strange. Oh, Kenner. But, yes, I was going to say. Wait a minute, I. They happen to have one right here, but it's not as a Hasbro one. Yeah, I have that too. It's, it's a great action figure. That's one of the ones that I got when it was like, when they didn't make it in the Kenner form, if they came out with it later, I would make sure I snagged it. Because it was like, this never existed before kind yeah. of thing. <laughs> I remember when I found that. That's when they, when there's Power of the Force 2 action figures came out, like everybody else. I got Han, Chewie, Leia, Lando, the, the whole regular set. And then I was kind of, just real picking and choosing what I got after that. That was one when I saw, I immediately grabbed. I didn't even think about it. I was like, oh, that's awesome. I remember this guy. This is, he's got an action figure. I was happy to yeah. find that and buy it. He was one of the first unproduced, uh, like one of the first non Kenner action figures to be made. He was like, he came out, I would say in the, maybe the third or fourth wave of figures. Um, so he was early on in the in the new line of Star Wars figures, and he was a lot, really awesome figure too. Chris has him somewhere in his basement. Well, there's I just saw a photo of a 12 inch one of of him, and I I'm, I have to have it, but I don't remember having it because it's a pretty cool ass figure. This uh this figure for the for the Hasbro line is one of the lesser ridiculously looking ones, I guess because maybe his whole body is pretty much covered in a cape. You don't see the whole. 
Right. Uh, I don't even know what they call the out of proportion muscles and whatnot. This one looks more realistic to uh, what we see on screen than the other ones in this line. There's there's also a really, really fucking cool general giant uh, minibus of of, um, Drendon, like holding a little little microphone thing. It's so it's so cool. Well, good, and it's. I think this is the kind of character that that deserves to have those kind of things because because of the things we've said about it already. It's it's pretty pretty memorable for the twenty three point eight seconds. It also <laughs> it also was. Uh, it says it on here, and I I'm thinking it must have been on the life on Tatooine section of the movie, but it says it says it was in the Star Wars Holiday Special. Oh, maybe. I saw that too posted about it. Yeah. They, oh, you know what? It's uh I think it's it's stock footage. Oh yeah. They use yeah. they use alternate footage uh for the Gorindon in the holiday special. Yeah. Well that makes it even cooler. <laughs> I said I'll take it. We're on a different scene, but look at Lumpy. <laughs> <laughs> look at Gorindon. Look at, at Gurindan's lumpy VD ridden nose. Oh, oh, they made that joke earlier. That 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 he thing does. The woman who is unclean. That thing yeah. does look creepy, it's, man. Oh man, it is. He is barely in it. I'm looking at the life on Tatooine clip on YouTube, and it's it's actually the it, from the back of him walking in the kind of out of the bar and into the streets. That we it's the same shot we see in the movie, I think briefly, but it's he's barely in it. But it is him. You know, uh, Tim and I went to that Hustler store in, in oh, yeah? LA. <laughs> yeah, and they have they have dildos of actual like they, of the Avengers stuff, but okay. you know they have like fake like it's Thor's hammer, but it's not called that. It's, oh man, Hammer Time or Hammering Time? And it, it's okay. a it's a dildo of a hammer. There's a Hulk, a Spidey, Captain America. Like I can, I can. The see. Thor one was my favorite though because it is. It looks like man. a ha- it looks like but a you hammer. Can fuck it. Yeah, yeah, uh, yes, you could. Or I, could, I mean, it can fuck you, I should say. I could see a Star Wars kind of store, the hustler kind of thing, gags, you know, about having a Grindin dildo somewhere in that store. Mm. I would buy it too. You would. I would buy it. All right. <laughs> well, I hate to disappoint you with the Grindin. I mean, I still thought it was somebody that we needed to talk about because yeah. of all those yep. reasons. There isn't much of a story, but this is one that I thought needed to be checked off and put in the uh, the old Star Wars and character book, if you can call it that, because of, of who he is. And the fact that people dress up like him makes him somebody. I happen to yeah. see that Eric Moore commented on something on my one of my hosts on Facebook, so I just sent him a quick message hoping he's still on, if he could uh, has a story of why he decided to make that costume, but I haven't got an answer yet. But if it comes in before we're done recording, I'll report that. That's the, it's really he did a great job and he looks dead on too. It looks really yeah, cool. it's really. I I want to say he told me in England and this just might be me speculating, but I I want to say he told me he just picked it because it was one no one else was doing. It was like as simple as that. But it it I I, I don't know that that's the answer. That's why I asked him quick. No answer from him yet. Didn't even think to ask him before recording. But if he answers before we're done recording tonight, I'll let you know. Why don't we call him? What time is it right now in London? <laughs> it's actually almost eight in the morning, so it wouldn't o'clock. be that big a deal. <laughs> yeah, 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 you're right. Yeah, true. You're right. But you know, He's eating his bangers and mash in the morning. The thing I like most about this character, I think, is that this is about the only thing that it's appropriate to ask the question, what are you looking at, dick nose? 
You know, he should wear that shirt. That'd be awesome. Wear that yeah, <laughs> that'd have be very meta. On. Yep. Yeah, have the mask on and the shirt at the same time. It should say, what am I looking at, dick nose? Or just have somebody wear it and walk around with them all day. <laughs> that'd be cool. Instead of I'm with stupid, I'm with dick nose. Yeah, I'm with dick nose. I'm with dick nose. Well, that's all I got. That was great, Dave. I love that character. Yep. Great character. That was fun. That was a fun discussion. Not sometimes that happens. Sometimes there's not a big backstory, but we have a certain reverence for the character and we had a good discussion of it. I enjoyed that. Mm. Well, now it's time for Matt's feedback. feedback. We're going back to iTunes. We're going to catch up the iTunes. These are the ones I did not get to in the last episode. So going back to, uh, let's see, this gentleman's screen name is Real Estate Tech Guy. He says, never miss an episode. Rated us a generous five stars as well. And he says, I've been listening for years and they all have the same stupid conversations that my friends and I have that drive my wife nuts. Yeah, I can appreciate that. Thanks for the podcast. You guys are the best. So thank you, real estate tech guy. Okay, this is from username Porkchopsfifth, which is that's an awesome name, actually. I really like that. I don't know what I want to know what that means. But anyway, he says, greatest Star Wars podcast out there. Another five stars. Not only have they been nominated for best entertainment podcast, they also know how to make me laugh. If you're looking for a Star Wars podcast that has Fun, you've come to the right podcast. I've been listening to them since 2012, and I will continue to listen to them. I would highly recommend this podcast to anyone to anyone that wants to learn more about the obscure characters of the Star Wars universe while having a good laugh. Well, thank you for that. Moving on, one from Dark Cider, C-I-D-E-R. That might be my wife's name. She's drinking ciders like a sailor if they drank ciders, which they don't. So that made no sense. <laughs> anyway, it says he says I wish it was daily. Five stars. He says this is the best show on my subs list. Each episode is fun and engaging. I really wish this was a daily release. I'm gonna thank you for your generous review, but oh my god, that that might be the last thing I want. Yeah, is to have to record, edit, and post these all every day. Wow. <laughs> uh, next up from <laughs> this is all right. Pork chops. You just got. Eliminated for best name ever. This is from Chundar the Blobbarian. <laughs> and he wrote, You freaking rock. This show is the best freaking show anywhere. Five stars. Thank you. Uh, <laughs> thank hey. you, Chundar. Awesome. Um, next up is Quack56. I'm going to guess that's one of our Quackenbush friends. I don't know which one. So if it is, guys, let us know. They just say Swick with an exclamation point, five stars. And it says, I make sex to this. Very nice podcast. <laughs> even nicer even nicer people who run it. A must listen to for any Star Wars fan. Keep up the great work and looking forward to many more. And last but not least, this is our latest review. It's from John L. Duncan, and it's simply titled Tree Octopus. Five stars. It says, as a normal super fan of Star Wars, listen to four guys who are friends, and it feels like they are kind enough to let you sit in and listen to their get-togethers. Well, Thank you, John, and everybody else for your reviews. And once again, if you want to kind of, in a sense, participate in the show and get into this feedback section of the show, we can do it through our iTunes review or through sending us a message on our website, uh, which is neozaz.com. And at the bottom right, I believe, is how is the link to fill out the contact form and tell us whatever you want. We'll be doing back to emails, I think, in the next episode, another round of emails. So... Thanks for all the ones that have come in that we're waiting to read, and thanks for the iTunes reviews as well. As well as being part of feedback, it is a 
great way to help get the word of the show out there. It helps our, I have no idea how the, these logarithms work for searches, but I do know that the five stars certainly help in getting those mm. to people that are searching Star Wars podcasts. I, I have a really stupid question like to ask you guys. Uh-huh. Uh, on your iTunes, um, why is, does the reviews go back and forth like in years? Like it jumps back and forth. Like mine's not in order of the first one to like the recent one. Is yours or is it just, just uh, me? Because by default, it's listed by most helpful. So it's by how many people said this was helpful. I had to actually change that to most recent to read them in order. Oh, thank you. You're welcome. <laughs> and I, oh, good, I, get, I get mad. I, I get mad. Like I'm trying to see the most recent, and I'm reading like 2011. It's like where's I can't find it. And then, all right, I have to change that. Thank you. <laughs> no, no problem. And since I was bought some time with that, I got an answer from Eric. No, hey. yes, I did. He said, said inspiration was loved my sand trooper outfit, but got fed up with it not being able to sit down and go upstairs, go to the <laughs> toilet, raise my arms. And it, so I decided to sell it, but still wanted the troop. So I figured if I went with my favorite character ever, obscure Star Wars character, I could do, I could do all the above, which was a relief in every sense of the word. <laughs> I get that with the bathroom. Researching all the various parts <laughs> would be interesting, which it was. Hope you're going to raise a subject that no one knowing still what color's outfit is. I guess I just look at it and think black. That's interesting. So there may. Did you see anything, Dave, about? Any discussion of it being maybe blue or a different color other than black? No, I, oh, okay. only, I only saw black, but, to, but that doesn't mean anything. Right, yeah, no, yeah, I'll have to look into that. Also, Some of the pictures have a kind of a brownish green, like a moss green. Yeah, now that he pointed that out on this this page I have open of his pictures, there is like, there's a ton of different colors. I didn't even notice that until he pointed that out. Interesting. Well, I'm glad he brought we'll that up now. Find out what the Pantone colors are. Right, yeah. Pantone. <laughs> 38 and Pantone 42. Uh, he also said the build would be challenging and he'd have the added bonus of being a pretty rare on the trooping front. So that's where I think my speculation came in that it was a rare costume. I don't know. They actually told me that before. So he said he's only ever seen one other in the UK. So, and he said, I hope that helps. It does, Eric, as you'll hear, because we were just discussing before the feedback that we were wondering what your inspiration was. So thank you for that. And that color thing, well, I can't stop looking at these pictures now. <laughs> that is because like, I see what Tim's talking about. It's like almost like a military olive green in this one picture. And then in another picture, oh, it was an action figure picture. They seem to have point, painted a more of a darkish gray with a hint of blue. So interesting. Well, thank you for that information and that addition to the show, Eric. Thank you, Eric, and thank you to all the people who left reviews. Yes, it's absolutely. Awesome. Don't let my trivia question be what color is Gurindan's undergarment, because now I don't know. Well, that's that's Gurindan. what's next. It's time for trivia. Where's it at? There it is. Well, Imperial Dave. Pursuit Strikes Back! Bang! 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 <laughs> I, just, I just, just had a stroke. Oh my All goodness! Right. <laughs> yeah. What are the scores? The scores are <clears throat> really close between you and Matt. Yeah. You got you got thirty <clears throat> thirty one. He has thirty. Tim twenty three and Chris sixteen. And as Tim pointed out, this is the penultimate. This episode. will be the as I pointed out the last episode. This, this episode. is it. <laughs> this is it. 
I'm gonna eat my mate. Well, that says it. <laughs> I'm ready. <laughs> okay, your category is Princess Leia. Uh, okay. Um, five points. Okay. Twenty-eight. If you get it right, Timmy. When is the second time that Princess Leia kisses Luke Skywalker? Um, let's see. She kissed him first for luck. For luck. Yes, at the chasm. That is the first. When and then the she plants a wet one when he is getting out of his X-wing, I believe. Uh, after blowing up the Death Star, the impregnated Death Star. <laughs> is that your final answer? Final answer. Yeah. That is incorrect. Oh, suck it, Tim. Suck it. Wait. Oh, it's supposed no. to have its right? It's it. Now, I, I mean, I've already given my answer, but I believe it's when they get away from the Death Star. She kisses him. Like, we did it! And then... <laughs> <laughs> but I don't think it's... If, if it is there, I mean, if it is there, you're wrong either way, but I don't think... She's in a cockpit with Chewbacca at that point. Oh, that's... Yeah. Luke she, is at a, at a gunner. The, the time that I'm thinking of is... You're very close, but instead of after the Death Star, she kisses him on the cheek before... He gets in his X-Wing because he had just talked to Han and he's moping about Ben and Han before they, you know, embark on this mission. I've known Ben for 36 hours and I can't believe he's gone. (laughs) (laughs) I've known Han for even less. He disappointed me. (laughs) Uh, Yeah, she kisses him on the cheek then. So that would be the second time. Ass cheek. Ass cheek. Ass cheek. 18, Tim. Oh, I might get past you this, this round. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. All right, Matt. It's like dangerously. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> yes, Dave. Your category is Han Solo. Again? Didn't I have Han Solo last time? No, I did not. At R2-D2. What the fuck am I talking about? <laughs> I will go with... What are you ahead of me? One again? I'll go with three this time. Ooh. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Here is your question. When Hansel first meets C-3PO, he is walking up the ramp to the Millennium Falcon, and he says, Hello, sir. What does Han Solo do? Hmm. In reaction to... Really meeting C-3PO. And him going, hello, sir. <laughs> okay. <laughs> this is the image in my head when you said that. I don't know that it's... No, that's not it. Shit, so... I thought he's kind of like leaning on one arm at the ramp, and he just kind of waves with his one hand and rolls his eyes as he passes by, but I think that's a different scene. But I don't know what else he does, so I'm going to go with that as my final answer. Like, waves and kind of rolls his eyes, like, whatever. Final answer. Yeah. That is incorrect. Shit. I think that thing that you're talking about, he does when they're in the briefing for the Death Star, 
and they say oh, like one God. pilot it is one pilot yeah can get in there and, and chewy looks at him and he's like yeah fuck it i know they're talking about me that's way down mm-hmm. that's it yep yep uh he just shakes his head at him <laughs> <It's> <laughs> <Okay>. awesome. <laughs> he's walking up there. he's like hello he's all polite and Han just like shakes his head like jesus christ <laughs> <laughs> damn it <laughs> on the pentenimental episode whatever the fuck it's called <laughs> what's this called <laughs> penultimate alright Chris yes your category is R2-D2 R2-D2 now I got 16 Tim has 18 I'm going I'm going 2 I want to tie him you know what make that 3 fuck it 3 Hmm. No, I'm going four. No, fuck that. Let's go five. <laughs> Can I go six? I'm going with three. Three. Here's your question. Okay. In the on the Death Star, when R2D2 uses his dick. <laughs> okay. As we determined <laughs> last episode. Yes, for yes. lack of a better term. Yes. After the tractor after he finds a tractor beam. And, and sends Obi-Wan off on his way. What information does he discover? It, what, what, R2? Yes. Shit balls. Um, the first thing that popped in my head is Leia's, where, where Leia is at, like what, what jail cell she is in. I'm giving that a final answer. It's two o what nine, and I don't want to overthink it because I might just die here. <laughs> final answer: He found out where Leia's at. That is correct. I was like, ah! you better get this because I gave you that answer fifty five minutes ago. Yeah, it was funny because when <laughs> I had really these, yeah, I had these written already, and Matt was like going on and on about his thing, and I'm like. There goes that question. Shut the fuck up! Stop talking. No, I, was, I was like, I'm gonna, I'm gonna ask it anyway, because really, my the question was, my the question the way I had it written was, who, who technically finds Princess Leia? Right, and you're right. It, it's him because none of them even know she's there. Right. <laughs> so really, the person that rescues Princess Leia is R two D two, because they're like, they're like, what? She's here. Yeah, and, Han, and Han's like, "Who's here?" You know, like, like he, the, so without without him plugging in to find the tractor beam, they wouldn't even known have known that she was even on that ship. Let me just say this: that Tim has eighteen, I have nineteen. Tim, you can suck it. All right. <laughs> <laughs> Tim came in fourth place. You suck a big one. All there's right? still one more episode. There's still one more. Oh, this is, is it really? This is the only ten minute normal episode. <laughs> Penultimate. Oh, I okay, bet- that one. This is the Penn and Teller episode. Yeah. <laughs> I would have been more. All right. Um, Dave. Yes. Your category is R2 also. Okay. And what is Matt and what is Matt score? Ma- Matt's 27. You got 31. Right. If this if there's one more left, you should go four, Dave. Then if you lose it. High game for the last one. Last man standing. Well, the most Matt can get is 32, right? Correct. And what do I have right now? 31. 31. All right, I'm going to bet one. Ooh. 
You are you are a gentleman sportsman. Uh, we're gonna we're gonna make it interesting. If I get this right, he's at least got a chance to tie me on the last episode. The only thing that. that's important to Chris right now is that Tim won't win. Suck it. <laughs> well, I don't know now. Um, now this question, I actually, I actually kind of looked it up, and it sounds familiar. And if Matt and Tim wanted to say, "Hey, we use this one," please tell me. Okay. All right. Out of the the six films, what film does not contain R two D two in the final shot? We have not asked this that I'm aware of. Okay. I don't hear Dave. Hello. Yo, Dave. Yeah, I'm hey, here. He's thinking. Oh, I'm sorry. <laughs> the six films, which does not have him in the final shot? That's the yes. question. Yes, correct. Yes. There's well, only one answer. Only one answer. What film does not have R two D two? Does not contain R two in the final shot. Yes, which film? It's got to be episode three. I'm not even like gonna go through them all. That ends with the recreation of the 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 binary sunset with Obi-Wan or with uh, you know what is he fucking standing there <laughs> I like that wait I a like minute that. now see, I like that yeah he was like oh well that, that, that. hold on alright I gotta go wait a minute he's definitely at the medal ceremony in A New Hope he's definitely standing looking at that stupid window and Empire Strikes Back he's definitely in the end of Return of the Jedi he must be there, the stupid disco ball in episode one. Peace! How does episode two end? With them getting married? With everyone and I know running out of the theater going, what the... <laughs> <laughs> and R2 was next to Matt in the aisle when Matt's like, what the fuck is this shit? <laughs> and he's at, the, he's at the wedding of Anakin and Padme, so... I'm gonna, I'm gonna say, <laughs> I'm gonna say he's there. I'm gonna go with my gut and say that the last thing you see is Uncle Owen and Aunt Peru holding that baby, looking at the sunset. And Episode Three is my answer. I should have asked the question. Please tell us all how each one ends, because you are correct. <laughs> <laughs> You're correct okay. either way. What you just said, and yes, it is Sith. Yes. Okay, good. So Matt has a chance to tie. Uh, I'm going to study. Two. Look at that. We've got, <clears throat> what, four weeks of episodes in the can. i got four weeks of study. Yeah. <laughs> well, thank you very much for listening to this awesome episode of an awesome character called Gorindin. Join us next time. We have to discuss this character because Luke Quackenbush won the Balls for All bowling with... 151, Tim? It was something like 150 points at minimum. Yes, he had the highest score. So he picked for us to do Darth Crate. Ah, Crate. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks for listening to Star Wars in Character. Star Wars in Character is part of the NeoZaz.com network of podcasts. For more great podcasts and original entertainment, please visit www.neozaz.com. Star Wars in Character is not affiliated with nor endorsed by Lucasfilm Limited or 20th Century Fox. Star Wars and all Star Wars universe characters, places, or Star Wars related items are the copyright of Lucasfilm Limited or their respective trademark and copyright holders. Visit www.swic.neozaz.com for the latest Star Wars in character episodes and information.